Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Pod Network Entertainment. The Public Relations Society of the Philippines presents Breaking Down the Buzz Best Practices in Communications and Public Relations Each episode is a crash course in various comms and PR strategies that shape the landscape Join in the conversation with thought leaders and industry innovators ushering PR into the next generation Be inspired, get connected, and stay updated Don't miss an episode like, follow, subscribe now, and kickstart your PR career growth with PRSP's Breaking Down the Buzz. This is brought to you by Meralco. Hello, students and junior professionals of PR and communications, and welcome to the Pioneer PRSP YouthCon in a podcast. This is Breaking Down the Buzz, and I'm your host, Matek Villanueva, Marketing and Communications Director at the Ateneo de Manila University. Now, did you know that you're part of history? If you're listening to this podcast, yes, you are. The PRSP YouthCon is a podcast. It's the first of its kind in the communications industry. Breaking Down the Bus is a partnership with the Pod Network. This collaboration really shows how the different entities work together to create innovative ideas to reach more students and young professionals. By using platforms like podcasts, PRSP and the Pod Network deliver learnings to a wider audience. Now, Breaking Down the Buzz is a 12-part podcast series that tackles one different topic every podcast. The 12 podcasts are designed to be relevant to students and practitioners of PR and communications. The discussion is current and fresh, and the talk points are direct, easy to digest, and very useful for school or your current work. In short, suitable for all young listeners, best for all ages. Right? So without further ado, let's get started. Today, our topic is PR evolution from classroom to workplace. And our guests are of diverse gathering. We have Ms. Trisha Kyocho. She's a professor at the University of Asia and the Pacific. And Mullen Lowe, Trina Mark, Managing Director. 
Hello, good morning. Morning, Trisha. Welcome. And Mr. Jocelyn de Guzman, who is a reputation management and marketing consultant of the Manila Bulletin. Jocelyn, welcome. Hello, thank you, thank you. Okay, let's start this. Let's hear from Jocelyn and Trisha. Let's talk about, you know, give us a short introduction, talk about yourself and As usual, Jocelyn, we will start with ladies. Of course, <laughs> ladies first. Yes, yes, we are still very, uh, we're still very, uh, uh, how would I call, traditional about this. So, Trisha, please. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Good morning. So, I'm Trisha. Um, I'm currently the managing director of Mullenlo Trainer Mark. So, Mark is the PR arm of Mullenlo Trainer. So, most people would know Mullenlo as the advertising agency, but throughout the years, the agency has developed different um, services and capabilities already, including digital production and then PR. So, the Mark team was developed in 2018, and I went back to Mullenlo to work for Mullenlo Mark in 2019. Oh, that's pretty recent. Huh? Yes, um, okay. I I just um, celebrated my fourth year with the company last month, October. <laughs> my God, she's so young. Okay. <laughs> And then on the side, um, I think starting 2021, so it was during the pandemic that I started um, as a part-time professor in UANP. Mm-hmm. So in the University of Asia and the Pacific, I teach specifically the public relations and corporate communications course to IMC students. Now mm-hmm. I am. We'll get to, back to that later. Jocelle, Hello. Kamusta na? Okay lang. Okay. A brief introduction, please. Yes, well, I'm Jocelle de Guzman. I'm called Dark and Kind. No, but, <laughs> okay. But, I'll but, take that. Okay. Uh, I'm currently the president and founder of Truth360 Inc. It's a startup reputation and perception management company. Mm-hmm. I don't actually position my company as a PR. Because, I mean, although we are capable of doing PR, so we're really pushing for reputation management uh, for companies to become a niche as a crucial part of not only of uh, corporate communications, mm-hmm. but the entire organization as well. Uh, also, I'm also the founder and uh, founder and co-lead convener of Scamwatch Pilipinas. Mm-hmm. So this is in partnership with Manila Bulletin. Department of Information Communications Technology, Cybercrime Investigation and Coordinating Center, NTC, and National Privacy Commission. So we're basically the national arm of the government to educate the Filipinos uh, against online scam. So we founded this last July. Only? So, well, last oh. July only. And we accomplished so much now. So we're targeting all sectors and all household. So all, all household by 2028. You know that's a good topic for a podcast. For the guys yes. who are doing this, you probably should do a separate one just for that. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's what we're doing right now, and I'm an advocate also of of reputation of individuals. Mm-hmm. Of course, of individuals uh-huh. and brands. So, because uh, what you need to understand the traditional practice of PR uh, in terms of the business, mm-hmm. it's that it's always three. PR writing, mm-hmm. media relations, mm-hmm. and and organization of press events. Of course. So uh, we want to go beyond that, and the, and being an outsider, uh, because most I've been part of of an organic or of Globe as the PR and communication strategy head for seven years, and I used to have an influence in terms of how 
how the company, Things, yeah. uh, how the brand image would, would go in terms of direction. But right now, I want to impart that experience to other companies that a PR is just is more than the PR releases that you read in the Well, yeah, well, things have evolved actually yes. and we'll go to that to that uh to that part okay so let's start with Trisha because really the discussion is about you know from classroom theory to to practice, to practice. okay let's start with classroom what did you take <laughs> up in college and I'll get back to you on that too huh? but I'm not gonna ask when you graduated because okay. that's not fair so <laughs> so um Actually, um, I studied broadcast communications in college. Oh, that's pretty related. Yes, very related. So ever since I was into communications already and then I never left. So um, I studied broadcast communications in college. Um, but then... Hoping uh, to do PR. Hoping to hoping to become a news anchor. <laughs> okay, medyo nadi- Na- nalihis. Okay. Actually, before, one of my parang role models at that time was Senator Lauren Legarda na coming from a reporter to a news anchor and then she went into politics then became a, a senator. So, at that time, yun yung goal ko. Yun yung, okay, that's my career path. Where did the fork happen? Um, actually, after graduating, um, because of my experience during internships, I was thinking, hmm, um, broadcast ba talaga yung gusto kong ah. gawin? So, um, and then of course, I parang I went into the traditional na, okay, so how do I use now my broadcast communication or communication degree um, to get a job? What job would be, um, what jobs are open for me? So, I started applying as a PR or advertising in different companies. So I ended up in Honda Cars Philippines as a public relations and advertising assistant. That's why parang ano na, my experience ever since was really public relations and advertising. Sige, we'll get to the bridging later. Ikaw, Josel, what what did you take up in college? Well, I took up philosophy in San Beda. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talaga medyo, ano, <laughs> philosophy. Hindi, start as PR. <laughs> Hindi yeah. lang talaga talon yun, di ba? Yes. Talon, langoy, at saka lipad. <laughs> so, yeah, at that time, it was still San Beda College and then I was also an active member of the campus uh, publication, The Bedan. Ah. So I became an editor, uh, okay. associate editor of The Bedan when I was in fourth year. But for the longest time, I was news editor. Okay. And so it was your ano, student activity that kind of... And, and also the philosophy, in fairness. Okay. Uh, because at that time, uh, mm. I think the misconception about philosophy is that if you, if you take the course, it's either you take law, which, which, is, which most is, of my classmates did. did. But what, what did you intend ba when you took up philosophy? What was your what was your career? Track? Well, I wanted to... Well, I wanted... At that time, there was no really direction. So I just wanted to... Don't worry, I, ako rin. <laughs> I just wanted to improve my writing. Ah. And at least for literary. So, But I did not... Be, become a literary person <laughs> I became more of a journalist so okay. but not all but eventually in my career I became a PR practitioner since 1998 okay I'm not gonna ask when you graduated kasi baka magkaano yes, but, yes, yes. But, but was it straight out of college did you do PR or nag-journalism ka uh, well at that time there were I was already applying to be a reporter in some mm. um, in some publications but uh, a friend because of the Bedan Network asked mm. me uh, why don't you try in Bayantel as a corporate communications assistant so pareho diba mm. uh, interesting okay so let's go to the ano, to the part na 
yun natutuhan yun in college, di ba, the theoretical part. Kasi they always, you know, kids will always say, uh, why have to take this up? You know, I'm not gonna use it in real life. Yes. So, you know, what was there a big difference? Was there a huge gap? Was it helpful? I mean, talk talk about a bit about that. Um, to some extent, it was good to have that communications background because you were exposed to everything. Um, at least with with the broadcast communication program in UP, we were exposed to writing, we were exposed to performance, mm. we were exposed to production. So in a way, um, those are still things that parang ginagawa ko pa rin naman now. So it it was still relevant, especially in advertising because I had background in production. Okay, whenever we did yung mga radio commercials or TV productions, TV TV commercials, you understood the basics. But like for PR, aside from the writing, um there there are a lot more things that would go into it when you're already applying we'll talk about those already. other things yes. oh, those other things ano yung sa iyo yung yung uh, did it apply a philosophy yeah. I said it. did it apply well the theories actually in in putting depth into feature writing mm-hmm. it did but when it comes to the news it did not however I think the most crucial part there is that because in philosophy we were required when we were in second year to submit five term papers a week minimum of 25 pages term papers term papers term papers so so and plus the the pressure of also of coming out a monthly publication with the deadlines i think at that young age uh introducing i i was already introduced to deadlines so that's why <laughs> when i Deadline. was in the corporate work uh, uh it was so easy na okay it's 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 like college and sometimes it made me think Mamasaya yung college ko? Gusto ko yun ako nakarinig ng five-term papers, di ba? Yes, yes. At the time. In various philosophy subjects. In various philosophy subjects. Oh my God. So, yeah. So, PR, I think what we need to also clarify to a lot of of our, of our students and our young professionals is public relation or reputation. I like the idea of reputation management. Actually, very relevant. Um, It's a service industry. Yes. Diba? And 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 what about it? You know, did did you were you surprised when you got there? Was it something that you learned in college and that you know or was it something that you already knew? Mm, well, um actually <laughs> um all the time in the in the classroom whenever I talk to my students, I always intro that actually public relations, I did not study it. I did not learn public relations in school. Um, I actually learned public relations when I was doing it already. Was it difficult? Um, parang kasing nandun ka na in the middle of it as parang, ah, ito pala siya. Parang mas nagiging ganun siya. So, I was telling them that actually the history of PR, the parang the, defi- the formal definition of PR, the concepts of PR, um, in a way, I learned it together with them because I learned it when I was preparing my course materials, mm-hmm. when I was preparing my lectures for them. But I think in a way, because we are practitioners, it helps ground the theory <clears throat> with the application. So in the way that you're structuring your class, for example, yes, you start with the history. Yes, you start with the basics. But you're, you're already aware of paano ba ito in real life? 
So you are also able to give them that kind of experience, not just puro definitions and yeah. theory or case studies, yeah. but because ginagawa mo siya every day, you can also make them experience it as if they're going to do a PR plan, as if they're presenting, as if they're promoting a brand or a product yeah. already. I'm really ang, ang, na, 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 na fascinated ako kay Jocelyn kasi sorry yung 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 combination ng philosophy at saka yung reputation management, mm-hmm. di ba? Did that happen? Did, you know, um, did you think the philosophy part, your philosophy, your philosophy uh, training, kind of help you take your career or your, your your what you do now from what you call traditional PR to this, yes, this um, thing called reputation? Yeah. Because right now I'm writing a book. It's called Discover Truth 360. So Truth 360 uh, is something that I. It's actually a proprietary. Uh, management uh, reputation management principle that I created. So mm-hmm. this is the balance of perception building and experience making. So the it, right now most PR practitioners are just doing perception building, mm. and it needs to be balanced. And right now people are talking about customer experience, so it needs to be balanced by the experience. So it needs to create that cycle uh, in order to become number one factual accurate. And to avoid misinformation. So let's say, for example, uh, as basic as uh, company A takes care of its customers. Okay. Okay, that's the perception that yeah, we want yeah. to build. And <laughs> it, it, it must be validated. It must be validated by an experience. Correct. So the way that we measure, the way that Truth360 measure it, it's that if company A says, it, uh, the ideal is high experience uh, and high perception. So, if let's say Jollibee. So, Jollibee is the only company right now with high experience and high perception. Mm-hmm. If let's say you're going to use the telcos. So, they're more of high perception. But in some cases, in other places where there are no networks, it's low experience. So, that, that, that creates that balance. So, so for me... Uh, uh, so, Commun- trabaho ng, P- ng, ng, ng Communications kasi is a problem-solving activity. Yes. So, by applying this, you have to check the brand mm-hmm. and, and, this, and you have to check the brand and their directions and their uh, KPIs and KRAs. Uh, what do you really want to fix? Because most of the time, a lot of, a lot of PR practitioners will just... Messaging, communication. Other than that, it's I need to come up with four stories a month mm. in three ah, publications. Um, may template. May template. Mm, but, may template. But, but it should be solving a problem. Yes. So yeah. it's either your okay. problem right now, it's high perception ka and then low experience. Let's say, mahina yung, when I was in Globe, I already applied this with Wonderful PH uh, when they said that the internet was bad. So we created the Wonderful PH so the perception is we're improving the internet mm-hmm. and then since dadayain mo rin siya so bakit mo siya dadayain because you cannot cover the entire country so you focus first on where you, on where, where you are you strong at, yeah. so at that time the truth 360 there at that time it wasn't yet called truth 360 so when we applied it let's say in metro manila particularly in bgc because that word globe is so it's the, the signal in B, uh, the globe is strong in BGC, perception is high, experience is high, yeah. and then and then we're also creating this perception that we're improving on a per city level because Globe was spending this much in network infrastructure and it's yeah. partnering with the government. So it's as basic as that. And then 
the, the good thing also about the True 360 right now, because of before you need the media in order to create yeah. that perception, yeah. in order to bring that experience. Yes. But a lot of content creators now yeah. are discovering restaurants, SMSs. Yeah, no, no, no. And it's no longer with, I, I, I think with PR kasi dati, it was always there, there was this creature called media. Yes. And it was such a controlled group. Yes. Because of of, of digital, there's no such thing anymore. I mean, anybody, <laughs> oh, anybody can be democratic. Na oh, um, which is both good and scary. Yes. yes. And I, I think, I think what has happened is, I mean, personally, I think the digital space is, is what it did is suddenly content is is anyone's game. Diba? Mm. Actually, I mean, I'm an advertising practitioner. I was there for 35 years. Then I realized na, my God, mamamatay ang advertising if they don't realize that, you know, actually PR is picking up more because yes. content, because PR is about content. Then, there's nothing, there's no more line actually when it comes Wala to advertising. Na, it's just communication eh. Yes. Diba? Oh. It's just plain communication. But the problem is the opportunistic nature of digital. No? What do you think about that? I mean, kasi a lot of kids now learn digital communication in college, diba? Again, how does it, you know, how does it help them cross over to the professional world. Um, actually, taking off from what you said, na me also, my background was advertising when I was in agency. So, advertising, it was really more of you're putting out materials coming from the brand perspective. Mm. But, Ngayon, PR kasi, parang, kailangan, there's a third party saying those things about your brand. Yung sinasabi mong validating the consumer experience. Mm-hmm. Diba? So, yes. Yes. so we come out with an ad that comes yeah. with, with a perception. With a perception. Pag hindi binalidate yung consumer, customer experience of whoever which yes. is a third party not connected to the brand, hindi nagko-connect. It's a baseless claim, yeah. How interesting <clears throat> that you said that communication is really about problem solving. Kasi, again, before, I think, I think this just changed the landscape yes. altogether. Because now everything before was prescriptive. Yes. Or diba? one way. One way. Oh, diba? way. Then it becomes, because now the opportunities present itself through digital, communication even became more a real problem solving. Or I would like to look at it as opportunity seeking. Yes, opportunity seeking. Or ano, diba? A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
So, okay. Let's know how exciting say that. <laughs> so, um, where, you mean, ano, so how do you balance, so when you got there, diba? So, nagulat ba kayo when you started practicing PR or was it something that you had a hard time with and if you did, how did you yeah. manage it? Yeah, well, a lot, the misconception about PR kasi is that it's, they always think it's skill-based. It's either you have to know how to write well. You have to know how to write well. You have to do research and everything. But it's actually it's the people that you know. It's the people that you create the relationship with. Oh my with. god! Because they be- called, so in in anthropology we call that social capital. Yeah. So because at the end of the day, especially I was lucky in San Beda because we have a strong extracurricular culture and brotherhood culture. Mm-hmm. Back at that time, I don't know now. <laughs> back at that time. So the network uh, that you know, particularly the support of the alumni, and when you graduated, the support of your batchmate and the higher batches, uh, really created that uh, network. network yeah. so, so it's it, not what you know. It's not what you know. It's the people you know. Even at that time when I was in college writing for news, uh, a lot of people, are, as early as that, because it's a active extracurricular school, People in the debating team, people uh, in the sports are already approaching us because uh, it's a story. Yeah. And you also, me as a campus journalist at that time, I was already changing lives. I didn't know at that time that if I feature student A because of his achievements, it created that impact and created that confidence so that he can pursue something bigger after graduation. Oh, wow. So it's, it's, it's also the same thing now. So... Although right now, uh, it's still valuable to a lot of people that they see themselves in, in a media outlet, that mm-hmm. they see themselves being quoted. So in a way, that's the power of PR per se. It's how you create value for the people that you know, particularly when you need. But of course, that's just one aspect. So you have to also use, let's say, if you're looking for answer or it's a problem-solving activity like what she said kanina, it's people talking about you positively. So you also uh, look for those sources. That's why you partner with other institutions, you partner with advocate groups, so that it brings credibility to whatever campaign that you're doing. Say, Tricio, were the gaps wide? Uh, and what did you do? I'm not, I'm not sure if the gaps themselves, or maybe also it was how um, application of it, um, because for example, I'm kind of OC, I'm a type A person. So, yung natutunan mo, ito yung process, ito yung flow ha. But when you're applying it already, the flow, oh sige, ganyan. Pero pagka may nangyari, oh okay, there's a certain event, there's a social, there's a certain mm. social happening that 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 is going on. Pwede kang bumalik dun sa mga messaging angles mo to, to change it up, mm. to make it more relevant. Mm. Or parang biglang, oh, may, may bago pala tayong pwedeng avenue. Pwede kang bumalik ngayon sa media strategy mo na, okay, there's a new type of media or there's a new media channel that we can tap. Hindi lang siya yung basta, oh, basta nagawa no. ko na to, ilalabas ko na lang siya, tuloy-tuloy na siya. No, parang because That's it's very PR, dynamic. No? Yes. Communication cannot be prescriptive, right? Yes. So to, to the practitioners out there, if you think this is like, you know, it's an eight to five job, we're already warning you. It's not. <laughs> yes. It's not an eight to five job, guys. It's actually a, and if you, it's a kind of job you like, 
you get a thrill of uh, yung bang unexpected. Yeah. Ano kaya yung mangyayari today? <laughs> Oo, yung mga ganun, <laughs> di ba? Oo, may pagka-adventurous ang PR. Ang communications, I would like to believe, is very is a much more adventurous kind of a career than yes. usual, di ba? But the positive thing, I think, what like what Sir said, is really the relationships that you are able to to build. Of course, parang meron lagi siyang value exchange mm-hmm. na of course. Um, they will only put out your story if there is also value. Of course. Value in it. So, I think that's the way also that the relationships are built. Um, yes, there is the chica part and yes. the pagiging friends part but at the same time. Yeah. It's still a job. Yes, it's still, still a, a job. job. It's, it's still content is still king yes, there's still something yes, that yes. needs to actually that's what I told my I, I would tell my kids before in in, in, in school in, when I do a class I said you know I'm pinaka, I'm PR kasi so, why do media uh, still take on you know why, is, why, why are companies and brands important because brands do create news yes, yes. they do they are you know they, they have they something do. new to say and like it or not media people will not always will, are, will not always have the news ready, right? Kaya nga, di ba may mga reporter na nakabantay sa Yes! Lagi sila nakahanap Another, an- another thing about PR in terms of the channels that you yeah. use now is that it's also a misconception kasi all malpractice is that yung mindset mo it's always a shotgun. So if I really What do you mean? If I release a story mm. it should be read by everyone. Mm. So, so let's say I want I want these stories to come out in all media outlets. The boss will say that, but it does not actually solve the problem. Let's say, for instance, you can actually divide this target audience into various stakeholders, and then you only communicate with them. So, if you have a regulatory issue, then just communicate with the government. You select Manila Bulletin. You yeah. select uh, Inquirer yeah. to be the top media outlet, and you don't need to come out with with others. And if you want to talk to your customers, probably you can use your own channels, and you can also use the bloggers. So it's yeah, a, you're right. So the, 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 that's what we are trying I to change up now. On that. I think if there's one theory, and I won't call it a theory, I really call it a reality uh-huh. that I'd really like everyone to our our, our listeners to uh, to remember is, you principle ng ano ng target market kasi you know i don't know why 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 people don't seem to understand kaya nga target diba kaya nga ano hindi nga exactly that hindi yung every all yes and and i think that's something that you know they'll have to keep believing and mm-hmm. practicing na may target market dahil may target market may particular medium yes. may particular na listeners mm-hmm. diba yes or Actually, it's also an opportunity for you to parang widen your story. Kasi mm, for each widening the story target market, for each media channel, pwedeng ibang angle, pwedeng ibang message of the same story. Yung, that is relevant to that them. That is relevant, relevant to, to them. them. Exactly. And it makes your story more hardworking or uh-oh, uh-oh. Mas, mas madaling tanggapin, mas madaling... Um, and richer. Yes. Be- because then, you know, I guess there will be more inputs eventually if more people were were to participate and find it relevant. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Ang, ano, Rather than a generic one. Yes. I, I, I mean, you usually ganun. If you're, let's say, among the students, all the students out there, I think the first thing that you will do is that they will ask you to to write a PR story and then you have their, they have certain styles but at the end of the day, uh, reality check 
the story that you write may not really come out the way mm-hmm. that you wrote it because editors have preference and some and somehow let's say for instance if you really want to get to the national news uh writing an event let's say for instance i'm going to launch a product mm-hmm. i'm going to launch this new phone mm-hmm. and, and and the story there is company a launches new phone yeah well yeah so it's an event based pr uh if you want to really create value you have to find uh, a story or part of your strategy on how to be uh creating that social good for that particular particular product let's say for instance uh, uh this new phone has a capability to block scams so suddenly it, it, it's not just the usual uh features of uh, 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 product benefits camera, you know, so it, yeah so it's cre- you have to create that value that can be uh unique unique and nationwide in scope that the editors would would appreciate uh, and I'd also like to believe that because they're editors they've been there they kind of have a feel already of yes. what works and what doesn't work diba? what their readers would want exactly mm-hmm. diba? so okay uh, what do you think okay the pandemic happened yes okay so what do you think changed or what do you think happened to PR in this last three four years where people were locked down mm. and then, so Let's start with you, Joseph. Anong nangyari sa tingin mo sa PR nung, as a result of the pandemic? Well, a lot of them, PR evolved into, well, they will always say social media they, or or digital channels. But I think one thing you need to understand is that it's also scary for, for, for our business because everyone right now can be a PR practitioner because they can create their own channels. So, in that stuff, It's either uh, a lot of directions of the media outlets right now are focusing on personality base because the pandemic. Let's say, for instance, I used to report. I'm a reporter before the pandemic, and I was reporting this, uh, this particular industry. And then suddenly, because of the pandemic, you di- I discovered that I needed to be sane and created my own channel and started to cook. So I'm creating a new dimension in that personality. So. So, so most of this, uh, everyone in the industry, whether they're the journalist or the practitioner, they were able to maximize the available channels at that time. Ang tawag namin doon, the acceleration of digitalization. Eh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all your life right now, are you want to share it because you're, you're locked down in, in a house alone or with some families for X number of years. And the only channel that you have in making them know that you're still alive or that you're still sane is through digital sharing what you cook on Facebook, your exercises uh, method. So, it became more personal. Yeah. So, and that's the challenge right now. If 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 my content right now is not as personal as, a, as the way I project it on Facebook, then it's not interesting to the readers because, I mean, YouTube, like, let's say, reached 60 million. Uh, Facebook reached 80 million. So, there's really this acceleration uh, in terms of media use. And and people like uh, a lot of content creators in the Philippines yeah. uh, became more interesting not because of, let's say, I'm going to feature a food. All the ingredients of this is yeah. unique. That won't sell. No, it it, it will sell. It's, oh, ang sarap nito. Gusto ko siya kasi this, this, this. It's my experience. And that's what people would want. 
suddenly PER now became subjective which is totally ah, the opposite of what it oh, should be which yeah. is about truth and yeah yes yeah. And, and interesting so I mean now that it's subjective and people like subjective content it's also dangerous it is It's, it's not dependent on on the the I know the power of the personality, yes. and oh. that's the unintended consequence of those content creations oh. of those collective content creations. So I mean, even abroad, and that's the also the time where fake news really thrive, thrive. Yeah, true. Trish, ikaw, what do you think happened? I think me, I'll speak, naman coming from because all. Almost all of our clients are more consumer and lifestyle. Yeah, so, so yeah, advertising. Because yeah. yes, because our PR agency or our PR team is connected mm. to an advertising agency. So I think at the surface level, it was really more of the format and the medium. Uh-huh. Bawal na mag-event, so natuto tayo. How how is it to do an online event, a hybrid event, de ba? Parang now na. Meron pang, there are clients who are very open to going back to complete face-to-face. There are clients who are still mm-hmm. um, a bit wary. wary. Yeah. So, okay, hybrid tayo. May konting face-to-face, but like a bigger audience can still be reached online. So, surface level, I think um, we were able to develop new capabilities mm-hmm. to adapt to the... Because these were the relevant platforms during the time of the pandemic. But I think what... Um, What we appreciated more also was the way that you were communicating. Parang mas naging sensitive because nga you were Personal. ano na siya eh, Parang you were mm. also considering the the context of that time. So hindi hindi ka na hard sell, hindi ka na very product 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 or hindi ka na dissimulado ka na ng konte. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, parang you were also take into consideration what was important to your audiences during that time. What would be of value to them? What would help them during that time? The social good that you were talking about. Yes. 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 And parang nas ng communities. Diba? Mm, because of the that's right. the oh. Facebook groups. Biglang nag-thrive oh during yeah. the pandemic. My God, nabuhay ang Viber. But anyway, yes. And, and, and also, just to may uh, during the pandemic, a lot of companies realized the value of corporate communications. Yes. I Kasi think so. ad- and crisis communications. Because at that true. time, I mean, corporate communication, it's under marketing, it's under HR, it's under legal. Suddenly, they don't have anyone to report how many... Because corporate communications and PR, they're not just the media. It's it's total communications in oh, terms oh, yeah. of managing stakeholders. That's true. So when suddenly that you need to report the number of uh, COVID cases that you have, no one knows how to do that. No one knows how to create that. Are you going to report entirely that you have 100 cases? And that will create a crisis for that yes, company for because company. it yeah, you're creating your own down. no you're creating your own crisis. Yes. Yeah. So, so how do you how, how do, do you manage? manage? Well, I'd rather create my own crisis because that means you kind of like know Control. how to manage it. Yes. <laughs> okay. We need to wrap up pretty soon and so before we wrap up, I'd like to hear your fearless forecast about PR. That uh, you know, um You've been there. We've gone through normal times, pandemic, pandemic times. You know, post-pandemic. Yeah. So, anong forecast natin? Anong forecast ninyo, guys? Let's start with you, Trish. Huh. Um, I think from from our end, at least based on what's happening or um, the trend of what we're doing now, data is becoming more and more important in supporting your communications. So, before, kasi diba, parang most of the data will come at the start. Um, when you're doing your inciting, when you're preparing your communications, and then the reporting was more output based, like what Sir Jocelyn mentioned kanina. 
kailangan makapagpalabas ako ng apat na press releases this month. Um, and then each of those four four releases, dapat magkaroon ako ng 10 pickups. So para lang siyang output-based na, okay, nailabas ko yung four. Nakakuha ako ng 10 pickups. Check. But, and then what? What 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 happened to those pickups? So parang coming from output-based, parang more and more mas nagiging outcome-based wherein mm. your stories, how did it affect? What effect. yes? What effects? Ano yung nangyare to them? Um, in a more consumer type, naglead ba sila to more people knowing about the brand? Mas marami bang nagresearch? Uh, mas marami bang bumile if you're going to sales? But at the same time, there's also ano na yung ano yung naging value niya or ano na yung naging outcome coming from that? Mas naging positive na ba yung brand score? So parang I think at least they, parang mas humirap. No? Mas humirap yes because the measurements are becoming more sophisticated in a way wherein yeah. Yeah. Diba, hindi na siya outputed na parang okay it's just really yeah. number of pickups and media values but also how and then what um, aside from those numbers what what benefit did it really bring back what value did it really yeah. bring back ROI to, no yes yeah. okay. parang kaya that's why parang yun yung inaaral namin now how to how to really bring that how to make our communications more data-driven at the same time at the end of the campaign. How can we present it ng mas, okay, it was effective. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, at the end yes. of the day, yes. Joseph? Yeah, well, from me, I think after the pandemic, a lot of companies and communications practitioners suddenly realized the value of a purposeful communications or a meaningful campaign. So, I think there will be more or a lot of advocacy campaigns ah, that yes. will be coming out because it's answering the question, what does your brand stand for? So, right now, the acceleration... Beyond what it is. Beyond yeah. what it is. Yes. Beyond the product benefit. Yes. And how can it create more value to ah. the person in terms of contributing not only to the society, but it creating that social good without being an activist. <laughs> so I I think you have to really distinguish. Yes, yes, that. I so, agree. Yes, 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 I agree. So so right. That's so the, 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 that's why when I started Scamwatch Pilipinas, this advocacy uh, was offered to a company as a and as an advocacy pro, a pitch. Uh-huh. They decline it. Okay. They decline it because when I was in Globe, I did the same framework. It's called stop spam during yeah. the era where yeah. a lot of spams are happening. So I created the same framework and offered to a company. They turn it down. So because they don't believe in advocacy. And when I created this and I said, oh, let's do Manila Bulletin so that a lot of companies can participate. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of companies right now are starting to to talk uh, to so to, advocacy to you think is, is the it, future it, 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 yeah. it's the future so so yeah. it, it, it's more of uh, my brand uh, my, my brand has this purpose and this is how we help not only our customers but the society in general so it's beyond the product benefit but it's creating that meaningful relationship with your customers with the consumers my god there's so much more to discuss yeah. but yeah. well <laughs> That's a wrap for this episode of, of Breaking Down the Bus, the PRSP Youth Con in a podcast in partnership with the Pod Network. A Pioneer 12-episode series designed for students and young practitioners of PR and communication. 
We hope that you have learned something from this podcast. Join us for the next episode as we continue to create online discussions on the topics and touch points that matter. Thank you very much thank to you, Professor Trisha Kyocho and Josel de Guzman yes. for a wonderful contribution yeah, discussion you, of peer evolution. These learning sessions are created and organized by the Public Relations Society of the Philippines Education Committee. For further information on this podcast series, visit prsp.ph. Again, thank you to the new channel for the speaker's tokens. Wonderful surprises await podcast listeners. Find out more on prsp.ph. Finally, PRSP and the Pod Network thank all the podcast listeners. We hope we shared some value to our choice professional PR and communications. This is Matek Villanueva wishing you a good day. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 